Hey, this is Ashlyn Beagley, and you are listening to All My Life, a podcast all about what it really means to follow Jesus and make disciples. Because once we have encountered the living God and been set free from our sin, everything else radically shifts for all of our life. I would like to quickly preface this episode by saying that here I am referring to anxious thinking and evaluating those thoughts, but I'm not talking about anxiety disorders in this episode. This is just a lesson that the Lord has been teaching me recently and one that he has been teaching um, some friends of mine and some people that I really look up to and respect and who are really walking with the Lord. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Okay, so today... We're talking about humility, we're talking about anxiousness, and we're talking about pride. And as I've been working on some podcast episodes over break in between semesters, something that I have really wanted to do and something that I feel like the Lord has really just put on my heart is to talk specifically about things that he's been teaching me recently specifically over this last semester of college. And so today, um, like the topic of this episode is, is my anxiousness rooted in my pride? And this was literally such a huge lesson from the Lord for me this last semester. And it's one that he's really still teaching me and that I'm really still trying to grasp but it's been so powerful and literally just mind-blowing as he's taught me this. And I really felt like as I've stepped back into this podcast and kind of this platform that he's told me, hey, like there's no pressure, just process what you've been learning from me and then just get on and talk about it and share it with other women. And I think that this topic specifically is just so powerful. And so I'm really, really excited to get into this. And so we're just going to jump back into the last semester and I'm going to let you guys in on really kind of what this looked like for the Lord to start teaching me about this and exactly what he's taught me. And so to kind of start, I am on an exec team for a Christian women's conference at Oklahoma State University, and it's coming up this February, and it's called the Worthy Conference. If you're in college, if you're at OSU, if you're in high school and you'd be able to come get a ticket, find Worthy OSU on Instagram and get a ticket for that conference because I went this last February not knowing what it was, ended up loving it, was like, I need to be a part of this, and now I'm on the exec team for it this year. Anyway, with COVID and quarantine and all of that, we, the six of us, all got on exec and then weren't able to actually meet up in person for months, and so we get to Stillwater beginning of the semester and we decided to have a weekend retreat and at this point we're going on this retreat to the lake and I only knew one of the other girls the other four girls I had only met one other time and so I was kind of nervous about it but I was really really excited about it and y'all this was like the most life-giving weekend of this whole semester it was amazing 
six women just like in love with the Lord, confessing sins with each other, talking about what the Lord has been teaching us, getting to know each other, sharing our testimonies, and also just having this common goal and this common purpose of putting on this conference and making Jesus known and creating a space for women to come together and worship and have fellowship and learn from other amazing women and just like do life together and do life with Jesus. And so I'm at this retreat. We are out on the boat. We're on the water and we're just talking. And one of my friends, Tabor, started talking about how much peace she had felt this year and how she believed that it had come from God calling her out on her pride. And I remember sitting there and I was kind of just like, what? (laughs) And she said that the previous year of college for her had been filled with a lot more anxious thoughts And this year really hadn't, even though life maybe wasn't going like perfectly well, perfectly smooth. But as she continued to ask, God continued to convict her of her pride in her life. And she became way less focused on herself and felt this unexplainable peace, even when life wasn't going well. And so I'm listening to her talk about this and I'm just like, huh, like I've never thought about that. That's so interesting. And then that night, another one of my friends on this exact team, Emily, got there later, and without even knowing what we'd been talking about, she starts talking about the exact same thing. And I felt God really nudging me to just sit down with him and talk to him about this because honestly, this was my thought process. It was like, that's really great, but I just don't think that I struggle with pride that much. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think that I'm way better than everyone else, and I really can't see that much pride in my life. So like, I'm not really sure what this is going to fix. And so the next morning, I go outside. I'm sitting with my coffee and my Bible and my journal, like a coffee date with Jesus. And I ask God to call me out on my pride. And I'm like, okay, like, God, the only pride that I can really see in my life right now is that I am blind to my own pride. Like, I know that that's pride, but that's really, like, all that I can actually see. And I felt him just telling me that he was about to start revealing it to me. And so I'm like, okay. And I spent the next couple of months just continually asking for conviction, asking him to call me out on my pride and really just digging into my own heart and allowing him to dig into my heart. And the cool thing is that when I ask God to call me out on pride or really on anything, he does. Like that's the kind of relationship we got going. And when he calls me out, I feel even closer to him because he calls me out on my sin, but he does it in the most loving ways. And so as he's calling me out on my pride, this is what he's showing me. In order to combat the pride in my life, I needed to know what the opposite of pride really is, and that is humility. And if humility is not thinking of myself too much, if it's having a modest view of myself and being selfless, then pride has to be not only thinking too highly of myself, but also just thinking of myself too much, being on my own mind too much. So that means that whether I'm thinking too highly of myself or I'm sitting in self-pity or insecurity or comparison, if I'm on my own mind more than Christ is on my mind, more than other people are on my mind, then I have a humility problem and that problem is rooted in my pride. Like, wow. 
There is this quote by Andrew Murray, and I am reading a biography about Elizabeth Elliot right now. And this quote was at the beginning of one of the chapters, and I literally read it like 15 times. Okay, it says, humility is perfect quietness of heart. It is to expect nothing, to wonder at nothing that is done to me, and to feel nothing done against me. It is to be at rest when nobody praises me and when I am blamed or despised. It is to have a blessed home in the Lord where I can go in and shut the door and kneel to my father in secret and am at peace in a deep sea of calmness when all around and above is trouble. Like, like, wow, guys, humility is literally to expect nothing, to not expect praise from other people, right? It's not to be surprised whenever I'm blamed or despised or rejected or uncomfortable or misunderstood. It's literally just taking the focus off of me and shifting it to Christ and shifting it to my purpose. And so I first began to realize that caring about what other people think of me is a pride issue. And y'all, I am a three on the Enneagram. This is, this is a problem for me. Like this is something that I struggle with is just caring about what other people think of me. And it's something that I am learning and relearning and relearning how to combat and always having the Lord reminding, remind me of. And so you know, going with that, thinking that I must portray an image of success or an image of perfection that is rooted in my pride. Thinking that I have to be all put together, whether that's spiritually or mentally, that is my pride showing. I only compare myself to others because I'm fixated on myself instead of my God, and that is rooted in my pride. Guys, God even went so far as to show me that even some of my ambitions that I've had for ministry have had hints of pride tangled in with them. And I remember just thinking like, ouch, he he was like really, really calling me out in areas that I did not expect at all. And so a lot of my thoughts and actions had to be reevaluated with the question, Am I doing this out of an overflow of love for God or an overflow of love for myself? I'm going to say that again because this is such a good question to evaluate things with. Am I doing this out of an overflow of love for God or am I doing this out of an overflow of love for myself? And I had to start asking myself that. And to be completely honest with y'all, this my friends, is one of the reasons that I took a step back from this podcast. Yes, my plate this semester was extremely full. It was a Thanksgiving plate, and quite honestly, it was very difficult to make time for this podcast as I tried to, but very truthfully, I was also realizing that a lot of this anxiousness that I was feeling toward the beginning of the semester was a result of my lack of humility and caring about what people thought or looking at um, a number on this podcast, things like that, just being worried that I wasn't doing enough, but it all coming back to just me having my eyes fixed on myself and not my God, right? On the other hand, though, I will say this. When we're in a position to lead people to Christ and to speak boldly and to advance the kingdom of God, 
we become threats to Satan. I, I freaking love saying that. I want to be a threat to Satan. And when we become threats to Satan, he's going to attack us. And I really think that I am able to discern when he's attacking. And I believe that this has been one of those times as I started this podcast, as I was leading a small group and doing other ministry things with worthy or whatever, he wants me to feel unequipped and he wants me to feel insecure and he wants me to feel like I should not be doing something like this. And so those feelings are from Satan and I could see that. But then at the same time, way too much of my focus kept just shifting back to myself and fear of what people might think and just wanting to do things not only with excellence, but to the point of perfection that I just couldn't do. And so I do know that a lot of the uneasiness and anxiousness that I was feeling was actually a direct result of my sin and my sin that is still, you know, affecting uneasiness and anxiousness in my life. And I get anxious when I make things about me, when I take the focus off of God and I put it back on myself and back on myself. Because when that happens, I lose my why. And instead of reaching for validation in the Lord, I'm reaching for like the empty praise of man. And the road of self-seeking, like going down that path of seeking things for myself or for our own glory or just even like little bits of validation and affirmation from man or from social media or from wherever, that is the road on which we lose all sense of peace. And instead we pick up like these bags of anxiousness and insecurity. And the only lasting road back to peace is complete surrender to the will of God and complete forgetfulness of oneself. Um, Paul is a great example of someone who reached a place of humility where he simply was not thinking of himself anymore. So Paul, he wrote a lot of the New Testament, right? He went from being Saul who martyred Christians, who was a huge persecutor of the church to being someone who was radically transformed by the grace of God and is one of the most influential people in the world, right? And he is a really good example. And Timothy Keller has this book called The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. It's really little. It's like a pamphlet. You should get it and read it. Okay, guys. And Tim Keller talks about how Paul did not feel the need to connect things to himself. So we're talking about forgetting oneself. We're talking about humility. And Paul, it says that he didn't feel the need to connect things to himself. So he doesn't connect his sin to his identity. So when he does something wrong, it doesn't completely wreck his confidence. When he accomplished something great, he doesn't connect that to his identity either. And he really discovered this gospel-centered kind of humility where he did not feel the need to connect everything to himself. So for me, that means that my accomplishments do not define me. It means that my experiences do not contribute to my identity in Christ. It means that the conversations that I have are not about me trying to listen to respond. They're about listening to understand. 
Um, it means that when I stumble in sin, I do not connect that to the core of my being because my sin has been paid for in full by the blood of Jesus. We can simply enjoy things in life for what they are and not as ways to fill an emptiness inside of us. I can go on cross-country trips with my college friends and not look to those experiences to satisfy or fulfill me. I can post things on Instagram without looking for validation in my life. I can boldly proclaim what God has done in my life because this life isn't even about me. It is about Him. My story isn't mine to keep. It's His to use. And so as I'm literally wrestling through all of this, it's October. I am like, I'm in Colorado with three of my like super awesome friends, like wrestling with the Lord, talking to them about all of this, talking to mentors. And this is when I decided that I needed to take a break from this podcast as I wrestled with the Lord and as I reset my gaze on him, because um, as my aunt Kim told me, I was talking to her about it. And she said that, you know, anytime we wrestle with something, whether it's a relationship or ministry or whatever, it's always wise to take a step back and just talk to the Lord about it. And so that is what I did. I take a step back from this podcast. I reset my gaze on him. And then I decided I was only going to return back to it when I was ready to face the small cost of discomfort for the sake of making him famous and when I was ready to like continually allow him to humble me and he's been doing these things and then finally break hit and I was like you know what Lord I feel you pushing me to do this I have the time now this is from you we're gonna do it and kind of lastly I want to look at Jesus as the ultimate example of humility. Um, in Philippians 2 verses 5 through 10, this is what it says. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, as I kind of close out this topic, I really want to encourage you guys to evaluate any anxiousness, any feelings of uneasiness in your life. Because a lot of times for me, it's not even this um, super like deep anxiousness that I can easily link back to something. It'll be just like this discomfort feeling of being really uneasy about something and I realized that that was literally rooted in my lack of humility after thinking that I did not have a humility problem. So honestly, just ask yourself if this is coming from being on your own mind too much, from thinking of yourself too much, from not having the modest view of yourself that we are called to have, from not focusing on your purpose with the Lord and not focusing on your God and your creator and other people that we're called to serve and love well and instead you're focusing on yourself by thinking about you know what are people going to think of me by 
thinking about our reputation, our like social media or platforms or things like that, what we wear, what we look like, um, our achievements and accomplishments, or even our sin, the, the, you know, places in our life, the areas that we've really maybe screwed up in and have shame about or guilt about. Are we focusing on all of those things too much that the focus instead of God, you know, it, it's on us. I am very far from being perfect, but this is something that he has really, really been teaching me. And this is an area that I have been finding so much freedom in and that I felt so, I felt so much more empowered in what he's calling me to do because I've been able to shift my gaze from myself to my God. And so I'm still learning. I'm still asking him to call me out of my sin. He's still doing it and I'm still being reminded and convicted every single day. And it's really, really awesome. So I want to encourage you guys to take a look at that as well. Examine your heart in this way and ask him to start convicting you if you aren't already. And that is all we have for today. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I hope it was encouraging. I hope it was convicting. This has been a huge lesson for me this last semester. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you were encouraged by today's episode, I want to ask you to pause, take a screenshot, throw it up on your Instagram story, tag me in it at ashlyn.beagley and tell me what your favorite part was. Tell me what you want to hear more of and just share it with your friends so that we can get this out to more people and so that I can see what has been encouraging you, what you like what you want to hear more of and then if you want to help me out a little bit more I would love if you would join me in just praying for this podcast praying for this ministry and then also if you want to leave a five-star review and written review on the podcast app that's super helpful thank you so much and I can't wait to dive in to some more episodes with you